Real Talk with Grace Redmond features conversations with fierce and fabulous people from Grace's community and circle who inspire others with their stories of overcoming challenges to create amazing. Grace is an entrepreneur and success coach who works with individuals to diminish their negative mental chatter, boost their confidence, achieve their goals, and increase their prosperity mindset. Get ready for a series of Anything Goes Conversations with remarkable men and women that will get you jazzed for life's unlimited possibilities of success, freedom, and fun. Welcome to Real Talk with Grace Redmond. Hey, loves, it's Grace Redmond. Thank you so much for joining us today on a live episode of Real Talk, where I get to have real life, raw conversations with incredible people from my community who have overcome challenges and created amazing. And today I'm so excited to be here with Judy James. And I'm gonna tell you a little about Judy. Judy is a wife, a mother, a grandmother, an inspirationalist, a Reiki master, a mind, body, spirit practitioner, and a writer. Most of all, she's on a spiritual journey and she strives to seek light within herself and within everyone she meets. So welcome, Judy. Thanks, Grace. I'm so excited to be here. Oh, I'm so excited to have you, sister. So excited. And it's true. You you really are um, so warm and wonderful and that is something I love about you, that you are always looking for the light in other people, even when it's difficult, because it's not always easy to see the light when we're having, um, when people are challenging. So that's something I love about you. You always seem to see the light in others. Yeah, I, that's that's been a practice. It's taken a while to get there, but it's very important to me now because it feels so good. It, feels it does. Good. So tell me a little bit how you started on your spiritual journey because it's not easy like we just said to say i'm going to see the light in everyone right right i spent um the great majority of my life living unconsciously i'll just say uh i didn't i was so unconscious of of how i was i saw myself very different and i portrayed myself very different on the outside than i was on the inside and I just remember becoming increasingly unhappy through the years. I, I struck, you know, everything was about making money and buying and having kids and, and doing all the things that I thought I needed to do and would, would make me happy and would fulfill me. Um, and so I was on that path. And the more I got, the more I accomplished uh, the more I had to take care of and the more I was miserable. And so one day I remember just sitting at my work and looking up and saying, there has to be something more and I don't know what it is and I don't, but I'm at, I like, what is it? And the strangest thing, um, because my grandma Zimmer came to my mind, just popped in my mind. Mm. I really didn't know her that well. You know, so it's kind of strange. I was very close to my other grandma, um, not for any reason, not close to this grandma, except that she was an older grandma. Mm -hmm. She uh, And when we were all together, there were so many of us and it was kids go outside and play. You know, you didn't really get to, I didn't get to really know her as a person. So I thought sat with that and I thought, what is it about her? And what came to me is she had peace. Mm 
Mm. And that's something I didn't have. And I thought, how could she have peace when she lived through depressions, when she raised six kids with no money on a farm with horses? These are the days that they plowed with horses and did crops with horses. And did How could she have that kind of peace within her? And how did you know she had peace within her? I, I just got a picture of her face. And, and, and that's what I remember about her. Like it was always the same. She always looked the same. She always looked the same. And it was just that contentment, just that peace. It just was. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think you're right. I think we can see people's life history on their face or on their uh, persona. And yeah. so when you're talking about, you, you know, you just knew when I think of peace and I can, you just see someone's face, they're just relaxed mm -hmm. and, and they just have this um, purity about them. Yeah. And that's what she had. So I decided, you know, um, okay, peace. That's what I need. Well, I thought peace was going to come in a beautiful blue box with a red ribbon delivered <laughs> to my door, um, you know, on Tuesday at five. <laughs> <laughs> and instead, instead, peace came in basically starting my life over at 50 years old. Mm. Um, it came through a divorce. It came through leaving my home that I'd worked really hard for and leaving pretty much everything there. Um, it came through changing friends. It came, it, it came through a whole complete life change. And on the outside, how could it look peaceful? But I can promise you that I had more peace inside at that time than I had ever had in my life, which sounds bizarre. Like, how can that be? It does. It sounds bizarre. Cause if I, what I heard you say was you found peace um, after leaving a 30 year relationship mm -hmm leaving your friends, like starting, like that sounds like a mess. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. within that mess, it sounds like you had, like what brought you the peace within that chaos? Um, so, uh, so I had gotten to the point where I could not answer, and this was another turning day in my life that I remember, and at the time didn't seem like a big deal, but somebody asked me, what do you like? And I couldn't answer that question. So I did what I did in those days. And I made a sarcastic comment and avoided it. What do you mean? What do I like? Everyone knows what they like. What do you like? Right? So you turn it around on the other side. Sarcasm person. and avoidance. Those yeah. were absolutely my two tools that I had in those days. And that worked great until I got home that night and went to bed, I put my head on the pillow and I just, I just was bawling. You know, it was like, how can I not know what I like? How can I be this depleted? Mm. What happened? Why, how did I get here? And I decided then I had to make some changes and I had to find out some things about myself. And, and that's not easy. Mm. And it's not always things that you like that you find out about yourself, you know, because this is my journey. It's not a journey to to blame anyone else or to look to anyone else for it's um, it's truly looking at myself. Yes.
I, I hear you. And when you said it's like truly looking at ourselves, however, what we're taught or what was I, what I was taught is I looked outside of myself, you know, for everything. And everything. you blamed, you know, um, the environment, the boss, the family, yeah. you know, everyone around you. When in reality, it's like we we get we get to choose how do we move forward and it's not up to anyone else but we're not taught that we're taught that the hard work validates us that big house validates us yes and so like yes. you said earlier it's like, it important yeah we're striving for more and more and, and of course it feels good to accomplish but we tie our identity to it then we don't even know who we are and then like you said then we get depleted and then we're like what what the f yeah what what did this so then after that then i um i surrendered mm. basically that's what i did and i i'll never forget this night too and these were all you know kind of close together within a few months and i went home one night and i just looked up and i said okay i for the first time in my life do not know what to do because I knew everything. I thought I knew everything. I knew exactly what to do, how to do, how to, you know, take care of everyone else, how to do everything. Like I knew it all. Right. And I did from my pea sized world, because that's kind of what my world was at that time. It was so small. And I surrendered right there. And it was just after that, it was magic because Every day I knew exactly, I had guidance and I knew exactly what to do mm. every day from that day forward. And, and when you say surrender, what did that look like to you? When you surrendered, what was that like for you? I finally was ready to listen instead of talk, right? I finally was ready to let go of control instead mm. of thinking that I had to control everyone and everything in my life, right? And I finally was ready to let go of that. I, I finally just had, you know, and we don't have to get to that point. That's, you know, that's one of my messages. We don't have to get, we can choose. And like we talked about before choices, I never thought I could make choices. Like I didn't ever think I had choices. That's kind of a victim mentality that I had. Um, but, but we don't we, even know that. We don't know it's a victim mentality. We don't. We have no idea. But we can choose. We don't have to go all the way down and get to that point in our life. We don't have to do that. We no. do not. And, but, and what I call that is the um, universal two by four. It's like when uh -huh. you're not like you don't listen to the pain in your body. You don't right. listen to your depression. You don't listen to your feeling like shit. And yes. then all of a sudden the universe comes bang. And that can come you in the divorce, an illness. Yes. Another type of um, doesn't have to be horrible tragedy, but a tr tragedy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's another way. <laughs> right. And but then we're ready to just. But like you said, we don't have to get hit by the two by four. Mm -hmm. We do not. If we become aware and intentional with our life mm -hmm. and. I, and for me, it was never paying attention to the feelings that I had in my body. And I, it wasn't maybe not paying attention. It was ignoring. 
It was ignoring because it was always there. I always knew in my gut what was going on. I always knew it, but I ignored it because I didn't want to see what was really there and I didn't want to. Right. And so it's just trusting that it's, you know, it's trusting that gut It's it's trusting your guidance that you get. I mean, that's, that's where it's at. Yeah. And we all have it. Like we all have mm-hmm. that intuition, the guidance, that feeling, like you could feel we it in your, in, in your gut. Um, and sometimes, like you said, like we, we, we hear it, we feel it, but we dismiss it. Mm-hmm. We dismiss yeah. it. And then, you know, we, we pay the price. Yeah. With like you said, like just waking up one day and saying, okay, who am I? Like, what do I like? I don't even know what I like because I've been taking care of everyone else for so long. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, for me, I was taking care of people that didn't ask me to take care of them. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah. I, that. <laughs> I, I mean, that was me. Like I, I thought I had to do that. And what right. made you believe you had to do that? I, I saw my mom do that. Mm -hmm. I think that was part of it. And, and I know that somewhere in my soul, it was avoidance. It was avoidance of me paying attention to my own life. And if I interjected myself into everyone else's life, and tried to control their lives and do all that, then I didn't have to pay attention to mine, right? I didn't have to pay attention to it. No, it was just, you know, I'm taking care of everybody else. I can tell everybody else how they should live and what they should do and and how it should go. And if I'm busy doing that, my life's fine, right? The distraction. Distraction. Because like you said, it's not easy to look within ourselves and face our own fears and insecurities and, and wounds really. Wounds. definitely. And that's, and that's it. You know, that's it. It, it is not easy. Uh, It's not for the faint of heart, as they say. (laughs) And it's not. not. However, um, based, you know, from my experience and tell me if you could relate, it's like, it, it wasn't easy, you know, to, to, to go within and recognize, oh my gosh, I have these fears and these demons and these um, triggers. But once the, I had the awareness and I started to work through it, the peace and the joy and freedom yeah. that I felt was, I'm just going to say, fucking incredible. It was. Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And, and that's why I'm like, like I'm, I'm so passionate to let everyone know like, yes, this is scary. It's painful to go within on this journey. But when we do that and face our shit, what we come on, we come out on the other side is our birthright, like uh, the joy, the freedom. This is how we should be living. Yeah. So, so what I think and, and for myself and, and just, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I was lived my whole life in, um, pain. It was pain. But it came out as anger. It came out as judgment. It came out as so many other critical voice, you know, mm. critical of myself, critical of ever. I, I felt like shit all the time. Like I had all this. It was like a weight on me. I had all of this. 
And um, I was so used to feeling like that at that time that when I would feel good, oh, uh-uh, no, 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 no. That's not going to last. Don't get into it. Don't think it's real, right? It's not real. This bad shit is real, right? This good stuff over here is not real. So, so you do the work and you find out the good shit is what's real, right? And then when you go back over here for a minute to feeling bad, you're not going to have any part of that any more than you had the feeling good before, right? So it's a flip. It's a total flip. And it's, um, it's a man. contrast. And now I feel like I'm an energy snob um, because when I <laughs> we're human, and of course I'm gonna, you know, have those days where I, I feel out of alignment, I feel like crap, um, and then I'm like, okay, Grace, like, what's wrong? What's going on here? Sit in it, figure it out. But I want to get back to the fe feeling good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and also, I'm aware of like there's a self sabotage there too. Like, okay, feeling too good and things are going too good. Okay, something's going to happen um, yeah. to, to, you know, to ruin it, um, which goes back to our worthiness. Because if we yeah. don't feel like worthy, we are worthy and deserving, then we're not going to allow ourselves to feel good. And then that, that goes the cycle of the self-sabotage. Exactly. Exactly. And, and it's a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle. But when we can disrupt that with some tools that we learn, um, then feeling good becomes the norm, right? Feeling good becomes what we strive for. Yeah. And we strive to look into the world for the good instead of for, for the negative and for the things that, that don't feel good, you know? So for sure. And I think that's another thing I know that I was conditioned to always look at the negative, not mm -hmm. because it was bad, but this isn't working. So because it's not working, I need to fix it. So it was like, I was always looking at the negative um, to make, you know, to make things better. But in reality, that that's um, counterproductive. It's like, we have to look at what's mm -hmm. working and then we're going to get more of what's working and what's not working will actually fall off, fall away, which is mm -hmm. so counterintuitive. Yeah. And it's just like you said, with the contrast, they're both there. Yeah. And then it comes back to choice, right? It comes back to where are you going to choose to focus your attention? And when you choose to focus it on what makes you feel good and what feels good, then your life goes so much better because all that other stuff's still going to be there. Like it's not, it's not really going anywhere. That's true. It will take care of itself. Totally. You know, it really does. It really will take care of itself. It does. And we cannot control other people, period. The mm -hmm. end. Get that through my thick skull. No, mine too. Mine too. It's um that's been the hardest thing for me to not that I want to control others. I don't mean it like that. Meaning like, okay, like, you know, do this or do that, make this well, better. Because we know what's better for them. <laughs> but they don't. <laughs> And we got to accept them there where they're at on their journey. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. um, kids are kids are great. Oh, yeah. Teachers with that oh. lesson. Really great teachers with that lesson. So tell me more about that, Judy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't even know where to start with that one. Um, yeah, I have four kids. God bless. 
Uh, yeah. Uh, my oldest daughter is 40. Wow. No, I can't even really say that. So I don't know how that happened. But anyway, um, yeah. And then 35 and then 24. Sorry, Molly. And and 22. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been um, and I, I have to say, sorry, Jennifer and Megan, because I was a much different parent. Those are my older two. I was a much different parent to them than I was to my younger two. Um, I was I was 11 years older. That that helps. Right. Yeah. Maturity. Um, and I had already had two kids, so I'd had some practice. And um, yeah, so I was a very different parent. I was very much um, less controlling. I let the younger two be who they were, right? The older two, I wasn't very good at that. Like I thought they had to be perfect, like I was, <laughs> like right. I tried to be. That's Not I was, but like I tried to be, right? So that, yeah, that perfection thing. And um, yeah, yeah. So but you know, we don't know what we don't know until we know it. We don't. We don't. And, you know, I, I believe this with my whole heart. This is one of my really core beliefs. I believe that we all do the very best we can do at any moment. Like, I think we're all doing our best at that moment. The Absolutely. best we can, the best we can in that moment. Now, it might get better in another moment, but in this moment, this is all I got. For sure. And and that's true. Like we make the best decision we can in the moment with the information and resources we have. Mm -hmm. So if we don't have those resources and information in the moment. We're going to make the decision based on where we at, where we're at, not where we're going to be in five years. Right. But and if you look across the board at society, even and know that mm. everyone is doing the very damn best they can. You know, my parents did the best they could do. Right. Um, everybody's parents, I, 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 as, as hard as that sounds, sometimes they, they did the best they could. They and, did. Yeah. And, 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 and has it easy. It's not. And I had a rough time with my parents. And I just felt so much um, anger and resentment for so long. And then as I've gone on my own journey and done my own healing and growth, and I look back and now I have so much compassion because again, they were doing the best they could from, from what, what they you know knew how based on the beliefs from the generations before them. And they were only trying to give us the best. Yes. Yes. You know, not yes. realizing that parts parts of the beliefs or that, you know, was it was just a different generation. Totally different, totally different. And they did what they were taught. Exactly. Exactly. And I see that as um, as our place now is to break some of those generational cycles. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? You know, the, uh, there just are so many of them. There are. And it took a long time for them to, to manifest and to grow mm -hmm. and all the things. And, you know, we can't do away with them all at, in, a, in a minute. No. But I feel like the changes that we make in ourselves 
ripple out into the world. And that's how the world changes, right? It's not going to change because one person is going to come and save the world. It's no. just not. It's just not. It'd be great if that would happen. No, nope. it's not. It's not. You just hit a huge point, I think, and it's so such an important point, especially, you know, in, at this time in history where we are. Mm -hmm. Like there are so many challenges. Um, we're facing so many challenges as a society, as a human race. And we all want to just fix this bigger, huge thing. And you're right. There's not one person that can step up and, and do that. However, I wholeheartedly believe that it really does all start with us. We are mm -hmm. each that tiny pebble. If you just drop that tiny pebble, it'll ripple. And yeah. for me, what that means is I have to go within, be the best person I can and be as loving and kind and compassionate and accepting. Yeah. Yeah. And if I can show up in the world like that, be the best that I can, then that's what's going to help create the change and is going to change the generational patterns and cycles. And as we heal, the generation heals, which I didn't know that till the last few years. That's powerful. Yes, it's super powerful because sometimes we think we're not making a difference. Sometimes, you know, I get caught up in thinking, I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. How can we, how can we change things? But we really are. We yeah. really, we really are. And so is everyone, right? Yeah. Everyone has their part. It is. And it, um, for me, it's just been being conscious of knowing that I have that part and how I want to play that part. Like, how do I want to show up in the world? What do I want to leave in this world? And what do I want my legacy to be? And, and how do I want to live when I'm here? Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's what, um, that's, what's important to me. I and I so. think you just have to, you know, pay attention to that and, and live your life accordingly, right? Just yes. live your life accordingly. Which, which brings us, you know, to the top, because I know we're both recovering perfectionists, codependent, recovering <laughs> 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 everything. Um, you know, something that I struggled with, you know, was the people pleasing. And that, you know, keeps us from living our, our, our best life, from being mm -hmm. authentic, from um, feeling that peace. However, I don't think that like we're we're not born, you know, how, how do I want to, like we're conditioned to become the people pleaser mm -hmm. to um, feel validated and feel good. Mm -hmm. And I've been working on that. And one thing, you know, I know we wanted to talk about is this is so hard for me to even say, learning how to disappoint others. Yeah. Yeah, when, that kind of stuck right here, right? Yeah. So when it's when it's phrased that way, I'm like, oh my gosh, because I love to, um, I don't ever want to be the bad guy. But when we think about, if when we flip it, you know, disappointing others is really on the flip is choosing ourselves. It is. It is. And and so I'm doing this weekend a um, a session at a hair conference and I'm talking about self-care. Mm -hmm. And one of one of the things that I talk about is that our relationship with ourself sets the tone for every other relationship in our life. Bingo. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just wow. 
that's that's mind blowing because we think I always thought that I could treat other people well and and do all of this and do all of that. And, and you know what? It's not that I didn't, but I became resentful. Mm -hmm. And you become resentful because you don't take care of yourself and you don't say no when you need to say no and you don't put boundaries that you need to put all those things and then you become resentful right. and the other person's just going what's the matter with you like they don't even know right they have no clue what's 100%. wrong yeah. well also what i've learned is also intention it when it comes to people pleasing like i'm doing this thing because I want something back. And that could be because I want your um, friendship. I want you to like me. I want you to validate right. me. Right. So when when the when that's my intention, it, it's, it's a low vibration intention. I'm not doing it from the kindness of my heart. Although it's unconscious, like I Very do like this, but I was giving so you you'd like me. Right, right, right. I wanted that in return. I wanted acceptance in return. I wanted love in return, exactly. right? All those so, things. Yeah. Exactly. So then that creates the low, you know, the expectation. And then when you don't get it back, you're like, wait a second, I did all this for you. And yeah. Why are you treating me like this? Well, right. you're treating me like this because my intention wasn't like, okay, I'm just going to do this because and have no expectation. It was because I want you to accept me. And that's completely like, um, yeah, it, it's going to keep us feeling low and, expectations set you up to be disappointed. So for myself now, if I'm going to do something, I ask myself, am I doing this because I really want to and I have no expectation or do I feel like I need you to like me? If I feel like I need you to like me, I don't do it. Right, right, right. And that's such a good reminder and such a good clue to take that pause, that slight pause, the little bitty pause and just say, okay, what, 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 what am I doing here? Why, why am I doing this? Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you have to be honest. That's the other part. And that's right. not always really easy either, no, right? Not. <laughs> not always it's easy. pretty like, easy to bullshit ourselves. I know. Like, oh, damn, that was my ego. I'm feeling, you know, a little insecure. So I better, you know, push back. Which, again, this all goes back to our self-worth. All of this. Yeah, it does. It yeah. absolutely, how we treat ourselves. Full circle. How we mm -hmm. treat ourselves. Because that's truly what we put out into the world too. Exactly. And yeah. I've noticed as I've started to heal, um, and you know, we're gonna talk about this because I know that you believe love is the answer. Yeah. As you know, we start to heal and we step into our self-worth and we know that we're worthy no matter what, which we all are, this is our birthright. You know, mm -hmm. we're deserving when we take our first breath, like we're worthy, we don't have to prove ourselves. We don't have to earn our worth. When we know that, we fall out of the people pleasing and the codependency because we don't need the outside to validate us. We, we already know who we are. And that's when we can start serving and um, paying it forward, forward from a full cup. Mm -hmm. That's so true. So true. So true. Sometimes it takes a while to get there, right? Yeah, it does. So let me ask you this question what steps or what tool have you used to help you get there? What's, what's been a, a, like, there's so many tools, but what's one that you just love and you go to? You know, my biggest tool, I, I believe um, that I, and I use it every day is my morning routine. 
it's the way I start my day and it's not with social media and it's not with the news and it's not with that kind of stuff. It's with meditation, quiet meditation or a guided meditation, either or, um, and just quiet time, set my intention for the day. And that always uh, includes for my day to flow with grace and ease Yeah, because I don't always know what's going to happen in my day. But when I'm full of peace and grace and ease, then that's what comes out when something does happen, right? It's not an eruption of stress and anxiety and fear and all those things, you know, bubbling out and popping out and, and exploding all over everybody around you. It's that you can sit with it and you can respond instead of reacting like that. Yes. Changed my life more than anything, really, because I was so in reaction mode. I was, baby, I was waiting for something to happen that I could spew stuff out at, right? I was waiting for it. Come on, bring it on. I'm ready. (laughs) Well, well, like you said, I mean, we attract whatever we're feeling. Like if I'm feeling, you know, angry and resentful and like the victim and then, then every day I go out into the world, that's exactly what's going to come to me. Come to me and, and come out of me. Right. Totally. So we're a reflection, you know, of, of, and a mirror to what's, what's coming into our lives. And I've noticed a tremendous change and tell me if this resonates that when same thing, when I started to do my morning routine and I got quiet and I would meditate and pray and do my gratitudes, like my life changed. I don't have that many crazy um, dramatic experiences in my life anymore. Yeah, I don't have just that drama all day long. You know, it's like you, you live in drama. And I remember when I stepped away from the drama, I thought I was depressed, but I wasn't depressed. It was my nervous system is like, where's the trauma? What are we supposed to do here? (laughs) But addicted to it and we feel like the peace is, uh, I thought it was depression, but it was peace. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're not used to feeling it. Right. Right. We're just not used to it. Exactly. I'm going to see who's here with us. Tina. Hey, Tina. And Chelsea, and Chelsea, I think she's talking about like when we, um, she said, and the flip side is true. I sometimes do not do something because I'm afraid of confrontation. That's the wrong reason to make a choice. That too. I mean, I've avoided confrontation um, for sure. I don't like conflict. And I read something yesterday said, um, Help me out, Judy. The uh, the the harder the conversations you have, the greater the joy you experience in your life. Is that right? The more difficult the conversations that you have, the deeper your relationships are going to be. Yeah, and so and, uh, that is so true. It really is so true. And sometimes you're going to lose. Fr- I know I've lost friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, you know when I've made the decision to have those difficult conversations. And it wasn't easy, but I also realized if the relationship wasn't working out for me, it wasn't working out for the other person and it's healthier Mm -hmm. to just walk away. Sometimes we just cling to things because it's, we think we have to, because it's going to, we're going to be a, 
you know, bitch if we walk away or we think, you know, those kinds of things. And and you're right. Uh, oftentimes, I think we're holding the other person there too, right? I think we do. And it, I, I'm I I know this to be. I know this to be true. Like if I'm feeling some type of way and I'm in an interaction and I'm feeling out of alignment and it's not feeling good, energy is real. Energy doesn't lie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and th- then I have a, you know, we go back to choices. You know, I have a choice to make. Am I going to stay in that uncomfortable feeling or am I going to do something? Sometimes to be transparent, I I, I don't because it's not worth it. It's like sometimes I, I make a choice like, okay, is this person really going to hear what I'm saying or are they, um, are they not in awareness? And then at that point, mm-hmm. sometimes I just have to be transparent. I leave it and I accept them where they are and I make yeah. that choice. Yeah. Yeah. That's for sure. Because there's, you know, there's, there's nothing you can do about that. Um, and, and I think that's the healthy thing to do is just walk away and bless them for where yeah. they are. Right. Just, right understand that. And, you know, that's pretty easy for me to understand because I was there, you know, in some form or other, I was there. My emotions were there. Maybe it wasn't the same uh, exact scenario. Maybe it wasn't, uh, you know, the loss like they had or anything like that, but my emotions were the same. So I understand those. And that's how we connect, I think, too. Right. Without having to go through the same experiences, I think we can um, understand each other through our emotions for sure. For sure. And like, you know, like you said, you know, we mentioned like energy, energy is real. It doesn't lie. Yeah. And just learning to sometimes you can't question like, am I, is this my imagination or is this real? It's probably real. <sighs> Man. Yeah. Yeah. So we just don't want to believe it, do we? I know. It's like we don't because it's source. It's source talking through us. It's the universe. It's God. And sometimes we're like, is it real? Of course it is. It's real. But sometimes when we can't really see something, it's hard for us to believe. And that's where faith comes in. Yeah. For sure. So tell me about one of your greatest challenges that actually turned into such a blessing. Because sometimes when we're in we're in the challenge, we don't see it as a blessing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There've been so many, um, you know, just, uh, so many things like, mm, I can't even think of just one. Um, whatever comes to mind, say that again, or whatever just comes to mind first. Yeah. I think, um, probably one of my greatest challenges that's turned into my biggest blessing is, um, you know, walking away from a 28 year marriage. And that, um, again, I don't blame anyone for anything. It's not, it's just my part in it that, that I'm concerned about and that I have had to take care of. Um, but the blessings that have come from me choosing myself and my needs and my wants and my life uh, have been indescribable. Like I, I can't even tell you, can't begin to tell you how different I am, you know, for doing that. 
I can imagine that was easy. I mean, 28 years. It's a long time. 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 And four kids, right? Yeah, Yeah. a long time. Uh, But yeah, it's, um, that has to probably, I'm sure be my most major, major thing. And, you know, there were uh, countless lessons there, countless, probably 99% of them came back to valuing myself. Mm. Right. That always comes back to that Mm -hmm. story. Yeah, Yeah, it does. What would you tell someone who maybe is, and I think a lot of us stay in relationships a lot longer than we should. And again, like you said, it's not easy. What advice would you have to someone who may be in a relationship past its expiration date and just they don't know how to move forward or how to take a step out or how to choose differently? I would just have to go back to that one word and that's surrender. Hmm. You know, surrender to your higher power, surrender to your intuition, surrender to what you don't know, because when you ask, it will be given to you. It, it, it will be, it will be given to you like this. If Amen. you truly ask and you're clear about um, asking and um, it, it will be handed to you. It, it will. It, 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 I, I agree with you. I mean, ask and you shall receive because there is a power greater than us at work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we step out of ourselves, of our ego. And like you said, we just surrender. Yes. We, and I always love the phrase, you know, let go and let God. Yes. Yeah. The right yeah. people, resources and situations show up. It's like magic. Yeah, it it's really like is. magic. And I that's what I said. It was like, you know, when you build all the dominoes and they go just like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's truly what it is. That's what surrender can look like. I mean, it doesn't look like that for everybody. Surrender is different for everybody. That's what it looked like for me. Um, it looked like magic and it looked like, you know, for the first time in my life, I let somebody, something take care of me, right? I didn't think I had to do it all by myself. The first time I wasn't alone, right? Because I was so alone my whole life. I thought I was alone, right? right? That's what was in here. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that again comes back to not feeling like you're worthy of of being a part of someone else or something greater, right? But um, that's um, that's that's been a big thing. It's been a big love it. I love yeah. it. That's huge. Just again, surrendering and realizing I don't have to control all of this. God, the universe, a greater power has my back. Yeah, and I don't and, have to do it alone. No, yeah. and we don't. We don't. I mean, the blessings are abundant. Um, and especially, you know, like you said, leaving a 28 year, uh, you know, year um, marriage with four children, that can't be easy. However, you said 99% was the ble- like blessings and mm-hmm. lessons. Yeah. And now you're on the other side. So tell us yeah. a little bit where you're at now and how people can find you. Oh, great. I am, uh, you can look me up at judy-james.com. 
That's my website. I have a blog on there. I post weekly. I also have, um, you can sign up for my weekly wisdom, my newsletter that goes out on Sundays to start your week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm writing a book. Oh my gosh. Incredible writer. Incredible. It's just, it's the craziest thing because I don't know how much time we have. You may not want to go into it. And then I'll check and see who's with us. Okay. Um, so I had no idea that I liked to write, that I loved to write. And last year when we were off, um, during COVID six, six weeks, my salon that I work at shut down. And during that six weeks, I had a hair show to prepare for, which is the one that's actually happening this weekend finally <laughs> from last year. Uh, and so I worked and got some content together and and I had been in the mastermind group with Grace. And one of my goals was to get a website. And I'd been working on that for a year. Nothing was coming together. Nothing was coming together. This is another surrender and divine kind of action that has happened. Uh, so during the six weeks, I started writing. I love it. Um, I got a website. Mm-hmm. My, my husband's daughter is doing all my social media. She's great. She's doing everything. She's just such a beautiful job. I'm so proud of my um, my website and everything. And we've got, you know, it's just everything just came together. Everything just just came together. And um, so, yeah, now I'm writing a book. I love it. And you're an incredible yeah, writer. This, well, the weird thing of it is, and, and and this is when your head gets in the way because you know you go back to that sometimes, but. I kept thinking it can't be good because it's so effortless. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's the most effortless thing that I've ever done. Like it's just effortless, totally effortless. But see, that goes back to our belief that we have to work so hard, hard hustle mm-hmm. to create. And, yeah. and you see there with your writing that it just comes with ease and grace. It and does. you're an like, I can't tell you enough. Like you're an incredible writer like i i can't wait to read your book because like you take me there with you and it's just like i said it's just so surreal to me because i didn't know it was here like i did not i had no idea it was here i never wrote anything before you know just nothing so anyway that was you you've been behind the chair for how many years doing people's 40 baby 40. start when you were 10. Six, Grace, come on. Because <laughs> I cut all my dolls here when I was oh, six. Oh my God. Incredible. Incredible. Oh, oh I love you, sister. You're amazing. And um, you are too, Grace. I'm so grateful. And I look forward to having more conversations because there's so much we can talk about. Yeah. Unending, right? I it mean, is. just it go is. on forever. <laughs> I, I love it. And also what I'll do is I'm um, in the podcast. We'll also put your information there. So people are interested to find you. Cause I know you have mentorship opportunities yes, and they can sign up for your blog. And is there anything else that you'd like to tell our audience about you or where they can find you? I think that's well, the Facebook page I have and, uh, um, and that's just a page Judy James. And then my Instagram is Judy James dot for love. Love it. Love it. All right. Thank you, Judy. It was so amazing to have you here today. 
Yeah. And thank you for, you know, everyone who's able to join us live. And thank you to those on the replay. Um, I'll definitely go back. And if there's any questions, I don't think um, they are just. Yeah, I love the comments. And if there are any questions, we'll definitely get to those. But thank you guys so much for joining us today on this live episode of Real Talk. I really appreciate you. And I appreciate you, Judy, for being here with us today. And I wish you all a fabulous rest of the day. Love you guys. Take care. Hey, love. Thank you so much for listening today. I am so grateful for you. I'd like to show you my appreciation by gifting you a free forgiveness self-hypnosis audio download. Part of living the fun and fabulous life is practicing forgiveness. Forgiveness can be such a long and challenging process. My intention is that this forgiveness audio will help you in practicing forgiveness, especially with yourself. Grab it by visiting daretoachieve.com backslash forgiveness. For more inspiring tips, make sure to connect with me on social media. Drop me a line on Facebook or Instagram at Grace Redmond Dare to Achieve. Until next time, keep moving forward towards living your fabulous life.